0: everyone it's greg here from 2216 podcast i'm joined by jake and dave uh trying to get back into the swing of things so hope everyone's been staying safe and having a good summer slash fall we're glad to uh, see all of you back here uh jake dave glad to see you guys back how are you guys been?
1: yeah we're good greg thanks for having us uh been uh, pretty busy uh, or in the heart of uh, archery season and, you know, uh, coming off of fall sports in the hunting season and just uh, been pretty busy.
2: Yeah, life has been fun lately.
1: It's that time of year. Everybody's kind of tied up before we get into the winter, you know, downtime. It's that last minute, get out and get hunting done. And we got some holidays
2: coming up and it does get a little busy. Yeah, it's definitely been a busy couple months, and you know we really apologize to our our our, our loyal listeners and that uh, we've all been kind of crazy. Myself, uh, let's see, in October, you know, I celebrate well September I celebrate my wife's birthday. October is my daughter. November is my son. Uh, so it's just been a been a crazy month or so. And there's a few other besides the fire department. You know, I'm very active in the community uh, for our Fourth of July celebration. And in October, on Fridays and Saturday nights, we do. We sell food at the local haunted house for the fundraise money. So it's just been, it's been a hectic, you know, month, but, uh, that's done. And, you know, Christmas is coming and getting ready for that, but, you know, glad to squeeze in a podcast tonight, you know, so. Well, well and, uh, going forward, I think we're going to be
1: trying to lay this out a little bit better. Uh, yeah, Greg, if you want to elaborate a little bit further on that.
0: Yeah. So like, the, like the guys were saying, We've been talking, and we were, first off, we really appreciate everyone that's reached out and been kind of giving us a little kick to get things going again. Um, it's really not that we haven't wanted to do episodes, just between everything going on, it's it, it's honestly really hard for us all to get on the same page to be able to make it happen and then still have our downtime. Um, but as we've been discussing, we're going to take things in a little bit more controlled direction. Uh, we're planning on laying things out a little better, and hopefully the episodes that will be coming behind this one are going to be a little bit more informational and and uh, really hit on some key points a little bit more.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, the, one of the nice things to elaborate a little more on, on what Greg's saying, if you don't mind, Greg, is uh, I think, you know, going forward, what we're going to do is we're going to try to structure it. Or maybe we can have some talking point topics ahead of time, because we've actually had a lot of quite a few people that have reached out that have you know different variants of degrees of of uh, knowledge that they want to bring to the table. So maybe we can get some special guests on, you know. So we we structure it ahead of time and know what we're going into. Previous week, like we like to talk. Don't get us wrong, we love to talk. And you get us on a topic, and we'll probably talk on that topic and go to the next and the next and next. But besides us talking about our lives in the rural fire volunteer fire department world, you know, we also like to bring some factual stuff like water supply and, and talking about, you know, friction loss and water supply and all that stuff that I personally, you know, have to care about, but don't care about. Um, but that's where we would bring in guests. That would be, you know, people that understand the ideology behind that and can explain it better than what I can. So I don't sound dumb. Um, so, you know, we're hoping going forward we can definitely do better and, and hit more episodes and, you know, maybe grow the channel some more and get more people. And we may or may not have recently become friends with a, I'm just going to say it, guys, but a paid fireman. And we like to have a lot of heated debates via our messaging about, you know, what's better, paid or volunteer. So we're hoping to get him on a, on a uh, episode just so we can, you know, argue with him some more about how we're better than he is. So,
1: <laughs> well, just to preface this whole thing, he is a volunteer as well. Uh, he he does volunteer and um, I've known, I've known this individual for quite a while. So, um, you know, he, he does see a lot of work. He does see a lot of fire in the city of uh, Harrisburg. Um, oh, no, he doesn't. And, He uh, misses them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so he gets, it's kind of neat to see the, the aspect from the volunteer world Mm -hmm. to the paid world. And, and yeah, we're a channel of, uh, rural firefighters, but Hey, you know, it's, it's good talking points, you know, uh, we said, we said when we started this, that that's the direction we wanted to go. And we do have a lot of, uh, ability to kind of talk on subjects that we, uh, you know, we see, um, and, you know, like there's a couple that we've had discussed, uh, recently for viewers. Well, I guess listeners, not viewers, but, uh, you know, uh, minimum requirements to, to ride or minimum requirements just to, to volunteer, um, things that in the future I'd like to discuss. Cause I mean, we've, we've kind of touched on those topics, but go a little bit more in depth in it. Um, stuff that we don't see in PA that differs from New York or other states. Um, so
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Greg, what have you, what's you and your department been up to the last month Are you do anything good?
0: Oh, uh, you know how it is. If you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Um, <laughs> so we've done a lot of upgrades around here this year. We've spent a ton of hours in the station. I'm actually at the station right now trying to catch up with paperwork. Uh, so w- one of the things that we've been kind of discussing is, you know, w- what's the personal toll that it takes? Along with everything that's been going on, you know, in all of our personal lives, and we're not going to bore you with all that, all that nonsense, but then we're all still hot and heavy into the fire service where we're spending all of our time doing things behind the scenes doing things in front of the scenes so what's been odd for us lately our call volume is actually down quite a bit uh compared to normal which i suppose that's a that's a good thing um but on the flip side of that it's given us an opportunity to really step things up behind the scenes Uh, you know upgrade a lot of equipment do some repairs do some changing around and it's been, it's, been a, it, it's been a toll. It's taken a lot of toll on us, and it's hard to continue doing all that as well as responding to the alarm. Um, I'm glad that we haven't had anything real crazy lately, you know, a couple of small things, um, but it, it, it's a lot of time. So a lot of changes around the station, a lot of changes to come. You know, we're currently working on looking at the possibility of replacing an engine, so you guys know how that is. It's, uh, that's a big thing. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's been busy. How about uh, over and over, Jake? What's things been up to?
2: Same thing. I mean, we've been really slow. I mean, um, I mean, you know, we so for the month of October, we actually had zero calls. We had none. Um, September did end kind of poorly. Um, I know we touched on it. I think our last episode, we had a pretty bad head-on fatal, and then ironically. Um, not too long after that, we ended up having another fatal here recently, uh, right at the end of September there. Um, that one was pretty bad. Not so much the call itself. It was more of, um, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to word this exactly. So some of our members, the, so what it was essentially, I mean, I can go into a little bit, but it was a, 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 a municipality truck that was hauling materials, um, And the reason why I kind of hit home is a bunch of the guys in the department with us do the same exact job. Um, So you kind of put yourself in that position when you roll up to a scene like that. It's like, oh man, you know, that could have been this person or that could have been that person. It it hits closer to home when you can relate to it even more like that. Um, So, in all honesty, not having any calls in the month of October was kind of a nice break for all of us Mm -hmm. because when you have, you know, back to back fatal calls um, and the second one being pretty. Pretty bad and relatable. Um, It was definitely a nice mental break for all of us to kind of, you know, re. um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, kind of rejuvenate ourselves, you know, re re energize ourselves, and kind of get back into it, and and try to re remember why you love doing what you're doing, even though some of the stuff you see is really crappy. But other than that, um, you know, not to go on the dark side there. But I'm going to jump back to you, Greg, real quick because you didn't even bring it up, but. You had a pretty awesome training during that 30 days that we were kind of, we were off that month we were off. And uh, I think we talked about the training coming up, but we, we haven't had an episode since we've done the training, right?
0: Honestly, I don't, I don't even know. Um, yeah. But actually. No, we actually, haven't. We have take not. One, one step back from that. I kind of wish we would have done an episode because I know at least, at least you and I, Jake, we kind of had somewhat similar situations, right? Pretty close to each other and i think yeah. it would have been a really good time to get on it but we were both kind of in a kind of in a blank space so you know we, we talked about it a lot between the two of us but it kind of would, it would have been i think that would actually have been a really good episode to do but i didn't want to do it and you didn't want to do it so whatever um yeah, but yeah so anyways the training we uh so we're trying to the way it works in our county we have fire districts or districts i'll say um each district is made up of several different departments put together. So take my district, we're district six. Uh we have three other departments that are in the same district with us. Uh now a lot of a lot of the districts in the county like to work together, you know, have meetings, have trainings, things like that. We've been kind of lapsed on that over the last few years, but this year we've really stepped it up. We started to do a lot more meetings and things like that. Um so the one thing that we have going for us here is we actually built a training room upstairs um basically it's mass confidence uh we we set up our own um course obstacle course if you will uh smoke it up with with smoke machines things like that so we had we had all the departments come in we actually had jake over with their air truck um as well as a couple guys you know to be involved as well so it it was really good it kind of went along with what we've been trying to do these last over the last year year and a half of Really upgrading our response as far as how we operate with searches to maydays to writ teams and all that. So it was really good. We had a we had a pretty good turnout. I think there was I don't know a little over forty members here for it. Um, but it went really well. We we utilized two floors and and a lot of things going on at once. And we learned some things that we want to work on and learned some things that are kind of going in the right direction. So. I hope we get to do more of that and actually expand it a little further.
2: Yeah. We well, you know what I really enjoyed about the training in all honesty. So I'm kind of in a weird transition where I'm kind of stepping out of your, 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 I hate to use the word firefighter role, but like your, your hands on uh role and started to step more into a chief's position role. Cause I'm moving up the chief's list. Um, so what I liked about that training was I didn't I did not go in and do evolutions inside where I was actually doing searches, um, doing RIT and stuff like that. Instead, I did something different, um, which Greg didn't mind. And one of the evolutions that they did, I stepped up and took command. And like what I mean by that is, you know, I took over the radio, I took command, I was saying commands, I was talking to my RIT team, I was talking to my Mayday team or the Mayday uh, members, and and kind of doing practice on that because you think about it there there's there's two aspects to like a mayday you're you're gonna have the well three aspects sorry you're gonna have the firefighters that are inside that are in the mayday situation you're gonna have the mayday team going in to get them and then you're gonna have the command who's gonna try to sequence everything together to make sure that everything goes smoothly and that's something i guess i never really thought about practicing so that's kind of why i jumped in you know um and the cool part was it was spontaneous. Like, I didn't, Greg didn't even know I was going to do it. I just was sitting there, and I was like, you know, why don't I just jump in and take command of one of them and, so I can practice? And I think it went really well. What do you think?
0: Yeah, and that's what it's all about. When you start switching over into the command structure, and obviously you've already got a ton of skill and a ton of knowledge. But, you know, inevitably you're you're just really starting into the command side of it. So that was a really good thing, and it's it's great that you acknowledge that, hey, this is a good chance for me to to work on this. And obviously you've already got the skills there, but working behind the scenes like that, it was great. I thought, I thought it was an awesome thing and that's what it's all about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Dave was invited, but he decided not to
0: come. (laughs) Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dave was supposed to come up and we were going to have a big live episode, but he bailed on us and he comes up with all kinds of excuses. Why? But really, he just didn't want to see me.
2: I mean, just because he was yeah. sick and half dead in a, in a couch somewhere doesn't mean he can't come. <laughs> yeah. So, for, well, first off,
1: guys, I want to apologize. You hear me clearing my throat? My allergies are killing me right now. That's that time of year. Here um,
0: we
1: go again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So, uh, you know, uh, since you guys, you know, kind of explained your your side of it, um, I wish somebody would have told me when I took over as fire chief that how difficult it is to try to rebuild a fire company, uh, let alone do it twice. Uh, it's it's very. It's very difficult, Um, and it's a struggle, honestly. Um, But uh, yes, uh, Greg, I was supposed to come up and and do the training with you guys, end up getting pretty sick. I was down and out for the count for about two weeks. Um, Then after I got through with that, um, had some stuff going on with the firehouse. Obviously, we're in the process of trying to sell a fire engine um, and acquire another fire engine in in place of that one um, and trying to, you know, purchase equipment that suits our needs in our district. Um, so, and then on top of that, the manpower process or the, you know, change in, uh, personnel, personnel issues, personnel management, um, stuff that's just, it's been difficult, um, real difficult. And then grants on top of that, trying to close out all our grant processes for the year. Um, just, just been tied up. Plus I was injured recently um which kind of threw a wrench in the equation as well um so it's been
2: very eventful for me wait dave did you say you're trying to sell a truck yeah oh wh- what are you trying to sell uh so we're in the
1: process of uh trying to sell a it's a 1998 Seagrave grave uh pumper yeah um it's uh it's our it's right re- it's our in-service first out engine at the moment um it honestly it was it's not suited for for our area so we're in what they consider consider the coal region of uh pennsylvania tight streets narrow streets everything's kind of side hill built um it's a 32 foot long engine um i can't get it down some of the side streets uh some of the alleyways we have to get it into um so you know it's a, a piece that we Use, like I said, first out piece for us right now. Um, it pumps, everything's good. Uh, just a little too long for our, our needs. We did find another engine that will suit our needs a little bit better as far as uh shorter wheelbase. Um, and uh, so if anybody's interested in looking at an engine or wants to, you know, see what we have, uh, just go ahead and look me up and send me some yeah, information. Yeah, how, how, how many gallons? Like, what's the tank size? So a 750, uh, 2,000 gallon per minute pump, 8-man nice. uh, cab. And it's a 98. 98, yep. It's got a good price point, yeah. We're looking for 65,000, and it comes with all the hose on it. it comes with uh,
2: basically loaded, so oh, it's a rolling truck ready to go right out the door. Correct, Correct. you like my shameless plug? Yep, I yep. do. I'm good with it,
0: <laughs> Jake. You want to know why it hasn't sold yet, though?
2: Well, why is that
0: because it's yellow.
2: Oh yeah, I, I, you know, it's easily paintable, affordable by any local body dealer to you. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> oh boy, well, I, I always tell people that fire, fire doesn't care what the fire engine color is. Well, yeah, it does. It's scared of red. <laughs> Yellow means go <laughs> faster, just like a red light. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of districts, uh, district, district uh, training, we just we just did one this weekend that Greg was not invited to. I'm sorry, Greg
0: yeah that's crazy. Okay. you don't like me i understand
2: so we we uh we got together with our district d4 which consists of four departments all together and uh we i was able to because of the job i do in my civilian life um i was able to arrange six cars and we did a jaws training essentially um each department had two vehicles and we were able to get together on a sunday afternoon, which this, this was just a Sunday, the weather was perfect. it was not hot where you sweat, but it wasn't cold where you're freezing, and the sun was out and we ended up cutting six cars up and we did a lot of different things. some of the departments you know um did some dash rolls we we did some you know uh full roof removals we did some roof folds um it was a really good time, and then some of the departments that don't really get to cut but have the equipment um they had you know they spent time um we actually have one department in our district that um services two colleges, the rather large colleges I think in our area. Um Greg, any idea how many kids go to the each college or no cuz I honestly don't. I don't know well, if you did.
0: I'm telling you right now, it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot.
2: You're probably well, They do. They do mutual mutual aid or whatever you want to call it where like a lot of the college kids when they come here to go to college and dorm if they're a member of a volunteer fire department, wherever they're from, they can join this department. Yeah. Um, but now, mind you, a lot of these kids are at the age where they're going from juniors to senior fire department, or firemen. So a lot of these guys and, and girls didn't have a lot of training. Um, so this, some of them, it was their first time cutting. So um, I really enjoyed that. Actually, I, I kind of feel bad because in the training, I kind of... Uh, um, abandoned my department because my department—I've done enough cutting with them. They're very, and, and they're very well knowledgeable themselves, anyways, for cutting. And I kind of worked with that department, worked with some of those kids that were, you know, very new to the fire service, and showed them some tricks and did some stuff with them, and they were super appreciative about it. But you know, that's what it's all about, man—is you know, teaching other people, helping other people, helping other departments, and you know, developing a plan for success to help the community in the future. Yep.
0: Yep. Wow. Well thank you,
2: hey, thank you for your service. Oh you're so you're so nice, Greg. Hey Dave, <laughs> how did your uh your thing go? I don't think we've had uh Oh a,
0: oh yeah yeah uh, yeah the little show they had.
2: Yeah, the meet and greet.
1: Uh our Phoenix Festival. Yeah, cool. yeah that thing. Yeah, it was, yeah, good. It was uh, good. good. Uh <clears throat> we had quite a few people come out, take a look around, and uh we we did wind up with uh some pretty decent vendors and all in all, I think it went really well. That's good. Yeah. We've been actively, actively fundraising on our end. Uh, we have, uh, a couple different, uh, ideas we're going to come up with for the new year, try to put things in place, uh, for fundraising and
2: it's been working out pretty, uh, pretty well. I think. I think that's, that's like the hardest thing for us right now. Cause you know how like inflation's really jumped through the roof. It's so yeah. hard to get people to want to donate, and I understand and respect it. Nobody's got any money, but like, I don't know if people realize how much like we rely on donations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like our our like I can't go into the specifics for money wise because of confidentiality, but our department, by the time we pay off our truck, pay our truck payment because you know you got to have the correct apparatus to do the job, with what our contracts are for the town and the village. I mean, we without fundraising, we wouldn't have enough money for operations. You know what I mean? Like, it's really tight. It's super close. So without that funding, you know, without the extra fundraisers or, or the extra donations from people, you know, a lot of departments are even worse off than that. Like, you know, and it's... Oh, I it's, do like, know. I, I'm well yeah. aware. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, Greg, Greg knows, too, because, you know, Greg, Greg is in a, a dual department but same town type of situation. So they have to split the budget between two departments. And, and that's tough when, you know, when uh, you have to have equipment that has to stay, you know, operational and people don't realize, you know, not to go off topic here, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. I'm sorry. Um, but like people don't realize like your ISO rating, which is what your department gets, depending on what kind of apparatus and age and, and type of apparatus you have affects your insurance yeah like, absolutely I, yeah like people don't know that like so if like we so we have two class a pumpers so when one of our class a pumpers broke until we bought a new one it changed our iso rating and it actually made insurance premiums go up in our area but now they're back down because we're back to two class a pumpers but like people don't even realize that because it's not something you normally think about and it's not like the insurance companies share that with people you know what i mean yeah yep yep Done with well, my that's rag. because that's
1: because, well, that's because the municipality is required to provide protection. Yeah, that's why. Yep. So 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 as long as the municipality is providing protection for the community, regardless of where the fire truck comes from, the insurance company isn't going to say anything.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so one drag, thing I will of- say. One thing I will say, Jake, on on yeah. your on your little spiel there, Andover has been really good about. Setting up fundraisers. Um, yeah. I'll take for instance your guys's um, your gun shows that you do over there. All right. I guess we'll call it gun shows. I'll call it sportsman shows. It's become more than that. But you you guys started that off from basically nothing, and it's grown into being a yearly thing. And you put a lot of work and effort into it. And honestly, you guys have done really good. And I know that. I'm assuming, anyways, that works out pretty well for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll do another shameless plug. You know, third weekend of March every single year, um, we usually have 70-plus tables. Uh, We have anywhere between 20 to 30 vendors that are selling guns, ammo, sporting equipment, knives. Um, We even get some people who, like, make hunting signs, do the mounts. Uh, We can score mounts right on site. But yeah, it's it's honestly it's our biggest fundraiser. Um is is, is our we do it both in, in spring and fall, but our spring show is our biggest show. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and I know uh Dennis Gibbons and Brian Ennis, I believe, were the two who originally started it. Um I'll give them the plugs for it. And then um um, you know, Dennis has done most of it as of late. And uh, I know they won't care, you know, if I talk about this. But honestly, you know, that brings in, you know, a significant amount of money. Like that, that brings us in anywhere between ten to fifteen thousand dollars. And people don't understand, like that's huge. Like, you know, that's that's it, 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 in the aspect to understand it. So ten to fifteen thousand dollars for a fire department—that's like four sets of gear. Like I know it sounds crazy, but that's how expensive gear is. So the gear that you see us firemen wear that would pay for four sets. Now that's not a lot, but for us for such a small department that's a lot. So that's why fundraising and doing things like that are so 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 important for our little departments. Um because without that, that'd be four sets of gear that we wouldn't be able to buy or that would be x amount of air pack bottles that we couldn't buy because our get ours you know come out of hydro test date and they fail. You know, so like, or or a set of tires for one of our trucks or brakes or, or let's say, actually, Greg, did you just have to do a pretty big repair on the pump on one of your trucks? Like that's, that's, you know, that's all part of that.
0: No, you're thinking of Dave.
2: That's oh, me. Dave, okay. Yes, we did. We are currently, yes. <laughs> but that's what, you know, fundraising is so important, but so I feel like I'm doing all the talking today. So I'm just going to be quiet for now and just let Greg and Dave talk. <laughs> No, it's all valid points. I mean, that's, it's all
1: valid.
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm multitasking. See, this is the problem is I'm not here to do this episode, but I'm over at the station. So I'm working on everything else that I got going on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: well, I wrong. mean, that's
2: pretty much, I mean, if you want, Greg, I mean, I know it's not a super long episode today, but I know we wanted to touch base with our our viewers or well our listeners and let them know that yes we're still here we're doing all right um you know we we got a plan in place and we're hoping that we're going to be able to be more structure more have more structure to our show and, and have more consistent episodes and then uh bring on some guests but we didn't want you guys to think that we were done doing it or we forgot about you we're still here so that's kind of the whole point of tonight's episode and I know when we get off tonight from this episode, we'll be working hard on figuring out our our schedule and our structure, but um, we do appreciate very much all the listeners and all the feedback that we get. Um, It really warms me when I run into somebody who's like, dude, I listened to your podcast. Um, Actually, I had a guy um, recently in another department that listened to the one podcast where I kind of touched on how one of those fatals that we had... um, affected me differently than normal and it was really nice he came up to me saw me out and was like hey i heard your podcast i heard what you're talking about i hear you brother if you need to talk you know where to find me and that's how you know that you have a brotherhood no matter where you go you know and that's that that made me happy that one i know that i have support even in areas that of departments that are not my department and two that that what we talk about does resonate with people for sure and Uh,
1: to touch on that a little bit like I've had I've had probably a dozen people reach out and say hey what's going on with the podcast you know we listen I like listening to it you know we listen all the time um you know it's a good way to kill drives going to work um actually I think Garrett even said that uh so you know people are listening and people are reaching out and saying hey when's your next one coming up hey we like the content you know so we'll do better at uh trying to get Relevant content out to everybody. We don't want to keep hitting on the same subjects every time. I know it kind of seems like that's the direction it goes, but everybody knows in the volunteer fire service, especially the rural volunteer fire service, we deal with it a little differently than the companies that run four or five thousand calls a year. um We're running seventy calls a year to our neighbors' houses. um You know, there they don't probably know some of the people that the, in the blocks they go to versus you know we do. You know, we we, we know, know them, we know who they are. Yeah, you know them by name. Um, so, you know, we, we, we have, we do see it a little differently and we do deal with it a little differently. And, um, so there might be times we do touch on similar subjects repeatedly, but we're trying to come up with some, some relative content, you know, extrication tools, extrication processes, um, command tactics. Uh, Jake's into the pumping atmosphere. Uh, you know, uh, looking at like ladder company operations, stuff that we we lack too. I mean, we got to operate as a couple different aspects in the in the rural areas. Um, you may be the first engine in and waiting for a ladder truck to get there. As a matter of fact, today uh, there was an incident that occurred that uh, it was a house fire. That by the time the ladder truck got there, there was nowhere to go. And they end up canceling the ladder truck, putting them in service, and just operating with what units they had on scene. Um, and that's just the nature of how we have to adapt and overcome.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Well you know, you, you know how I am. I'm I'm primarily I'm all about mental health. You know, I, I, I can make every episode about that. So for me getting off of that topic, it's sometimes a struggle, but but I think you're right. I think we need to touch base on everything and but kind of keep in mind about what our core values are and going forward, think about that and and think that's- a little bit more, but I think I think you're right. I think we need to just take it easier and focus on our task at hand and go that route.
1: But I think that's what makes us a good dynamic team because we all kind of have our strong points. Like, obviously, you know, Greg, you're in the mental health side of things. You really strive to, to increase the knowledge. And I'm not saying Jake and I don't. Uh, but your your drive is that aspect. I'm a big tactics guy. I look at the tactics and fire ground operation. Jake's a big... Um, boots-on-the-ground guy, uh, you know, inside Flight and Fire, um, and moving into a command structure. So, I mean, we kind of all have different aspects the way we look at this and uh, in the way we talk, uh, I'm sure all the listeners know. Um, we all kind of look – we all we accomplish the same thing. But we all have different views on how it's done. So I think that adds some very good content to this podcast as well.
0: Yeah, I agree and sometimes with that. that makes it – it makes it a little difficult because we do – I think each of us have our own way of what we want to say, but sometimes that doesn't exactly mesh with the other person. So sometimes getting in that good, um, getting things going, the right motion is kind of difficult, but we're learning, we're learning, we're getting better at it. We just need to keep focusing on it. And I don't know what it is. It seems like every time we want to do something, either somebody has an incident that hits them hard and then we just don't feel like doing it or somebody has, something happened, whether they get hurt at work or whether their, their (laughs) wife or husband gets hurt or, you know, whatnot. And things just, things just tend to fall apart on us, but we're trying here. So just stick with us.
2: Yeah. And you know, some of the, some of the other listeners who listen to this, who have families might laugh at my comment here, but um, never realized how much having kids take up your time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) For sure. (laughs)
0: well yeah, and Jake, we're nope. like you. You know, you camp all summer, so your time's nope. nope. taken up a lot on the weekends, and and the kids. need
2: to Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you and they you know, you guys have sports and music or whatever, whatever other newfangled things that kids are into nowadays. <laughs>
2: music, music, yeah. Greg old school. He's still in the choir somewhere.
0: Oh wait, you guys don't have choirs anymore. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can no, see a little Choir. inquire.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, I expect Greg to sing on the next episode now. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, hey. I'm just saying, those are the things that come up. Uh.
1: No, there is. And, and, hey, listen, first and foremost, we're you know, we all have families. So anybody that is doing this, you know, has a family can relate to where we're at. Um, we're trying to you know, we have all full-time jobs, all all of us. Um, we're all in a fire officer or fire chief position, which takes a lot of time on top of that. And we have families um, on the back end. So, obviously, like we, our time due to do an hour episode, it, it, it sometimes can be tough. Um, coming into the winter, it's going to be a little bit easier, I think, for all of us. But um, summertime, it,
2: it is difficult. Do you know why I think we would get along so well, Dave? What is that? Cause you totally put the fire department in front of your family in that conversation. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't mean it that way. Um, I, I, I it, uh, I'm just, it, it's, I'm just, it's difficult.
1: It. It's difficult because, I mean, this is what we do as far as this podcast. So kind of just trying to elaborate on that. But, um, no, I mean, I think everybody knows, you know, I, I my time is spent with my family and, um, you know, I, I do my fire chief stuff on the side, whenever I can get to it. Um, I do dedicate, you know uh, a couple nights a week to the fire station and the rest is you know with my family so um but when you're in a leadership position sometimes you have to do that especially when you're in a rebuilding stage with the fire company you have to dedicate time to be there to get the job at hand done um although you can delegate to a lot of your your officers it's still you still have to set that precedent so and I have a wife that completely understands um not happy about it sometimes, <laughs> especially not happy going back into a, a, a second department and having the same issues um, and trying to rebuild. Uh, that, that's that been a strain for sure. But um, all in all, she she supports me and supports everything I do. So, you know, that
2: the kids do as well. I'm sure both of you will agree with this, though. I, I our wives are pretty amazing how supportive they are for the stuff we do. <laughs>
1: You know, and and I think it's, I think we do, uh, I think we need to sit down, you know, uh, maybe next time I'm up north, um, we get everybody together and and do a live episode, um, our wives and us together and kind of just, you know, talk about some of the stuff. And and Jake, like I said, I told you before, I take my wife for granted um, a lot when it comes to the fire service, just because she is so supportive. She's always been, she was involved um, prior to us moving and. You know, when we lived in Rowlett, she was involved and got all of her training and was really into it. And then, you know, um, after having Louie, it kind of slowed her down a little bit. And, you know, I know she's got the itch to do it, but I know she's also very super supportive of allowing me to go do, you know,
2: when things come up to go handle them. So, yeah, yeah, that would be a good episode to do because they think about it. I think we touched on it back when we were talking about training and and recruiting and retention. We talked about how, like, it's a generational thing. and. You know, what I mean by that is, like, kind of like what you're saying. So my wife knows how important the fire department and the fire service is to me. So she got involved. So, like, my wife is currently the president of the ladies' auxiliary. My daughter, who's not old enough to be a junior yet, she's attached to my hip when I go to the fire hall. She's only nine, but I guarantee the minute she can become a junior, she will be a junior. You know, and it's, like, it's cool because my family respects my love for it, and they want to be part of it with me. and And that's what makes... You know, that's that's what I mean by the fire service has generational, yes. uh, you know, service, because that's what it is. It's not just one person that usually gets involved. It's a whole family. I mean, Greg, your wife's involved in it, too. You know what I mean? Like, we're all involved in it and the whole family gets involved in it and then it continues on. And the legacy hopefully, you know, carries that torch on further. See, and,
1: and the cool part is like, uh, Jake, I'm not sure about you, but Greg and I are both multigenerational generational fire service you know yeah. been in the fire service for multiple generations yeah uh, sure. second generation second yeah yeah, yeah. so right. multi, we're, all, we're all multi-generational
0: right i don't know i'm not even gonna lie you guys are talking about your your families and all that taking up time and stuff like that i can't even lie to you I'm, i've just been selfish i went on vacation and then i wanted to kill deer that's really where i've been
1: <laughs> yeah but sometimes you got to take that time too i mean that's <laughs> it's human nature right? So.
2: Wow, way to bring it down, Greg. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, really. I I don't have a long, touching story like you guys. I just wanted to go on vacation and sit in a hot tub drinking beer with friends, and then I just wanted to go shoot shoot a deer in the face. That's that's really it.
1: <laughs> the unfortunate part about the whole thing, though, Jake, is you notice he said he did not do that yet. No, so he, he hasn't either. killed a deer yet. No, I he have doesn't. killed a
0: deer. What are you talking? Oh,
1: you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Forgot. My apologies. You know, My apologies. You know, he
2: just, he just, he just admitted to killing an animal. So now we're going to get demonetized. Thanks, Greg.
0: Wow. <laughs> I don't care. This is America. Uh, you know,
2: but oh, well, I do well, enjoy. I do enjoy. Uh,
1: I do enjoy seeing the pictures of Greg sitting out in his tree stand with a T-shirt on and no shoes. So, yes. yeah.
0: Well, oh, like I have pants on half the time. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true. See, that's why I don't hunt. Is because I would just close my eyes and go to sleep the whole time. I would be that hunter that builds a tree stand that's, like, nicer than my house. And I wouldn't <laughs> actually be looking for any deer. I'd just use it as time by myself.
0: <laughs> the one thing I will but, say, though, is it's getting a lot harder to, every time the tones go off, jump out of that tree stand and run out of the woods. A lot of people still give me crap for it, but I don't know. I'm still I'm still a fireman at heart.
2: Oh yeah, it's hard when you hear that fire whistle go off. Like for me, because I'm so close to the fire hall, which Greg, I know you are too. And both Dave, you too. But I don't know if you have a fire whistle, day, but we do. Yep. But when the fire whistle goes off, like it's funny because like instant adrenaline starts going. And then you're like, you know, like, like sometimes when I'm so I work. So I, I own a business that's like literally attached to my house. So I work where I live. And sometimes it's really hard for me to break away to go to a fire call. But it, and it kills me because like it might not be I, I shouldn't every every call is an important call but if it's like a tree down blocking the roadway type of call and you know you know when you get there it's going to be a stick that's like a half inch diameter that you know a strong enough wind could have blew it out of the road but anyways um you know even when it's a tree down and it's like and you're like oh I really should stay at work because I have a customer coming that is expecting me to be here but then you hear the whistle and you're like uh, uh and you just you just it kills you just to stay there you know you just got to go. <laughs> Yeah. It always
1: happens when I'm out of the area. Though. That always happens to me. So it's my job. I, I sometimes have to go out of the area, travel, that kind of stuff. And it always seems like, like every time I'm out of the area, we get something.
0: See, yeah, I'm, I, I'm the opposite. It seems like every time we have a call, I'm at the fire station doing something.
2: Hey, that's because you're lucky.
0: I don't know what it is. I'll be I over also, here trying to accomplish I also want something. also
2: point out, I think everybody else does that yeah. Everybody's looking like, oh, <laughs> Tones aren't even going
0: off yet. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's just coming around my end, but Dave, are you sounding yeah,
2: funny? Yeah. Dave sounds like a robot. I think he's stuck in the washer or dryer. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Is it better well, now? Oh, yeah, it is. Hey, welcome
0: back. Don't, don't mind him.
2: So, for all of our listeners, just so you know, Dave is the first generational AI firefighter that we have.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really why we haven't been here. We've been upgrading his his capabilities.
2: He had a virus, and we had to send him out to get repaired. <laughs> uh, oh already. boy! On that note,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, in the end, guys, we just wanted to jump on here really and just touch base with everyone and let you know that we're thinking about you. We appreciate all the all the reach outs that we've been getting, and it, it's really crazy that we never really considered how many people are actually starting to, that we're, were starting to listen to us until all of a sudden you're walking down the road or, or talking, to, talking at a different station or something and everybody's getting on your case about, Hey, where's an episode? Where's an episode? So we've kind of been on each other's case about the same thing, saying we need to do this. We need to do this. Um, and finally we just decided to jump on kind of a last minute deal. And that's why it's, that's why it's not really organized tonight, but, But we're gonna get back into it. I hope this is kinda the we'll say the starting of season two of it. And Yeah, there you go. Season two. We'll try to go. Yeah, season two. Yeah. Greg, you're so
2: smart. Wow. that's 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 why you're (laughs) achieved. All right. Well I'm looking forward to talking to all of you lovely listeners, you know, uh on our next episode. So
0: yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, as always, reach out if you have any input. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to get some people on the show. I know we keep saying that, but we're 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 going to do it. We're going to try to make something of this.
1: Yep. Yep, don't hesitate to check out the 2216 Facebook page. Uh, leave comments, questions, anything on there.
2: Um, we're super receptive, so we'll get back to you as quickly as we can. And don't forget, listeners: a slightly used, only driven on Sundays into the grocery store, 1998 Sea Grace fire truck for a whopping—or not a whopping—for a bargain price of sixty-five thousand. Call Dave. It is loaded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for being here again, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> Have and a good night, everybody. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>